Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pop Culture on the Rocks. I'm Anna, and as always, I'm here with Callan. We're super excited. Once a month, we try to have a special guest on, and this month, we have a very close friend of ours, Jake. Yay! That's Woo! me. I'm Jake. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we have a very special guest or something like that, so I'm a little offended, but not terribly offended, because you, you did say I was a good friend, so that's that's at least a bonus. I feel like friendship's <laughs> more important than a guest, but that's true. you, yeah. that's you true. are a VSIP, very special, important person. Wow, that's a great acronym. <laughs> Thank you. I was you. really confused there for a minute. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what that, that means. She's... She's putting something on me. I don't know. Jake, we've known for many, many years. And if you happen to listen to the Hunger Games episode a couple months ago, Lee Allison is Jake's wife. So, yes. Yeah, we're all about the couples here. Yes. And Steven, your husband, uh, is one of my best friends. And he and I do a podcast together. And I'm just real offended that both of those people <laughs> were, made it on this podcast before I did. <laughs> I was particularly offended by Steven's episode because I feel like he drug me through the mud the whole time. And it was like, you know what? When I come back, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, vengeance is mine, okay? I won't be too bad to him. You got a little trash talk that episode. Yeah, Steven was like insulting my intro on our show and everything. It was crazy. I don't know, I don't know where all this, this hostility was coming from. Yeah, well... I mean, if you need a platform, we're willing to be those people if needed. Okay. <laughs> we let him air his grievances so right. you can air yours as well. I really I really don't have any other than that he drug me through the mud on this podcast. So now, <laughs> now I really I think I've aired all the grievances that I have. So we'll we'll just see what he says the next time he comes around. Perfect. I did learn a lot about scrubs that episode, so I didn't know I didn't know much about scrubs, Same. but now I do. So Yeah. I feel like an expert now. Well good. Yeah, that was a fun episode. But just to let you know a little bit about Jake. I'll be happy to explain, <laughs> explain you, I guess. I would love, I, can, I'm, I'm going to write this down. <laughs> Probably should write it down for my wife too, so she understands who I am and what I'm doing. Right. So Jake is, is I would say, a photography and video extraordinaire. So his profession is along those lines, which I, I don't even know what your title is or anything Technically, like that. Technically, what but... it says on my business card is filmmaker, um, which is pretty, pretty broad, probably a little bit egotistical, but <laughs> I, I didn't write the business card, okay? It was presented to me and that's what I go with. So filmmaker there we is go. what I want to say. Awesome. I love that. Yes, if you are getting married anytime soon, yes, and you are in the southeast, check out Jake Jones, Jones Photography and Productions. Yep, JonesPMP.com if you want to go there. So it kind of looks like Jones Panda when you type it out, but it's missing. <laughs> so I didn't plan that out. The original website was JonesPP.com, and that was even worse. <laughs> So <laughs> almost panda is better than than that. So yeah, oh, I would sure. say so too. Good call. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, professionally, Jake is a master at those things. And then also, like we mentioned before, he and Steven and a few other friends sprinkled in there every now and then are part of a great YouTube channel called Chortle Games. Chortle Games. Yes. So be sure to check all that out because they have a great YouTube channel and Chortle Cast is their podcast, which is fantastic. 
Yes. Our rigmarole is uh, we talk about video games, TV shows, movies, anime, and whatever the heck we want to talk about. There you go. I never let Steven do say that. So that's why he <laughs> butchered it last week. But uh, don't worry. I'm here to I'm here to set the record straight. So uh, we mostly talk talk about video games, but uh, occasionally we we both Steve and I both love Marvel and Star Wars and. Uh, yeah. Disney even so as cool news about those topics come out we we branch off and and everything uh, around that but mostly yeah it's mostly video games so we also like to hop around the different formats the different topics I know you guys are great I like the I like the whole idea of the educational segment where you just talk about something that may or may not have anything to do with pop culture on the rocks or off the rocks <laughs> <laughs> so it's been very very nice to to catch up on lots of different topics well yay thank mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear we've got a fan look I'm a listener <laughs> okay I don't know if anyone else in our little group is a listener but I, I like to listen especially the guest episodes those are my favorite to listen to but oh I, good to know yeah mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think Elizabeth also listens um mm-hmm. she was on our Halloween episode but I appreciate that at least two of our hey, friends Elizabeth. are loyal listeners yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah We've got some others out there, but, you know, we ask people to let us know, like, if they're listening, because we'd love feedback, and a lot of people just never let us know, so it's like, I can't give you a shout out if I don't know you're listening. There you go. That's right. You gotta say something. You gotta step in. We, at Chortle Games, we've been going for almost five, we're coming up on our fifth year anniversary this year. Wow. uh, That's crazy. That's hard to believe. I know, right? Uh, It's been a a fun ride, but it really... uh, it really just took one or two people to show up and start talking. Uh, and then that really started to grow the community from there. So yeah, if you're listening, reach out, talk, write a review. How do you, how do you guys, do you guys have a channel that people can get in touch with you? Like a discord or do you have a, like a, a, a write us write in with your <laughs> suggestions or anything like that? So we do have an email and then we have Instagram where I feel like we communicate with people the most via Instagram mm-hmm. and then also on Twitter. You know, we like to live tweet and interact with those people. So multiple ways to get in touch. And then of course, we love when people leave us a review, rate, subscribe. We didn't even talk about pre-starting this to get to that point so you could plug in all that, all those, all those links and everything. That was completely natural. I'm saying Jake's a professional, guys. This is this is, is why I we know. have him here. And Steven said that all my transitions were horrible. So <laughs> you know, here here we are. Proof in the pudding that I can do. What a natural. mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, as we take a couple sips of our beverages, what all is everybody drinking this evening? So... Uh, I love the premise that the the what are we drinking segment of the show. Uh, so knowing I was coming on the podcast, I was like, all right, I've got to I've got to come up with a really special drink to to make happen. So I've had this idea brewing. Uh, in my mind uh, for a drink, uh, a, a nice little cocktail. Now, I'm not very, uh, I'm very creative on the video and photo front. I'm not very creative in the kitchen, all right? Or I guess I am, but probably not in all the right ways. I just like to throw things that probably don't need to go together together. <laughs> uh-huh. So I've recently, uh, and this is not sponsored, but I recently got into this uh, thing called proof syrup, uh, mm-hmm. which is an old fashioned, like uh, the drink, an old fashioned um, it's a syrup that basically has the bitters, the sugars, and all the other ingredients that you need to make an old-fashioned yeah. in one syrup bottle. Mm. Uh, so you add, I think it's a one ounce of that to two ounces of whiskey or whatever you want to do, and then add ice, and then that, bam, you got an old-fashioned. Um, so wow. I'm, I'm a big old-fashioned fan. I really like whiskeys. So I've recently gotten into that. 
Uh, and it's very good. It, it works very well. But I, but tonight I was like, so that's what I've got. I've got an old fashioned with proof syrup, but I was like, how can we take this to the next level? <laughs> so for whatever reason, uh, I had this idea. Um, I've got another product called Mike's Hot Honey, and it's a guy who sells honey that has been um, stored with chili peppers. Mm. And so it's a spicy honey. And so for whatever reason, I thought, hey, it would be really fun to like drizzle that honey in the glass and then throw my ice in there, throw my proof syrup and whiskey in there and mix all that together. So I guess, I don't know, I don't have a name for this. Oh, you know what? It's in my Phoenix glass uh, from Harry Potter that I think Anna or somebody, somebody got me this for Christmas one year. I've got, I've got it in that. So I'm going to call it the old Phoenix. Ooh. There you go. I like that. that. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that's very symbolic as it's a reborn old fashioned, just mm-hmm. like the Phoenix is reborn. I like it. Wow. Ooh, okay. What if, what if, okay. Do we like, <laughs> do we like old Phoenix better or do we like, re, mm. I'm thinking reborn, reborn fashion. Mm-hmm. I like that. How about refashioned? Refashioned. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I, I like love that. it. I like, or spicy fashion. Spicy fashion could work. A spicy fashion. I like that. That sounds delicious though. Well, yeah, to briefly, briefly review it, I put way too much hot honey in here. Uh, it's very spicy, uh, but I think <laughs> if kick. I, uh, yeah, I think if I if I took that down a level, it would be just right. It's the the kick of the spice kind of helps smoothen the kick of the whiskey a little bit, mm-hmm. so it's kind of a nice, uh, interesting flavor mixture there. But anyway, special just for pop culture on the rock. Wow, well, thank you yeah. for making us an original drink. You are so welcome. Yeah, no one's done that yet. So you know, no? this is, here I'm just full of ideas tonight. It's part of you know. <laughs> Refashion. We're we're refashioning everything now. A great idea that you could do if you wanted to, especially if people started making drinks, you could come up with like a cocktail list for pop culture on the rocks. And so like we could throw the refashioned in there if anyone else wants to make a custom cocktail when they come on and they can present it here. Yes. It may end up just being me on this list and that's fine. (laughs) Next time I'm back on, I'll have a new drink for you. So could be a fun idea. I'm already seeing our first piece of merch a year from now. Yes. The pop culture on the rocks. Cocktail book. Cocktail book. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It kind of reminds me of like a hot toddy if it weren't spicy like if you had mint in there yeah if you it'd be a hot toddy if a hot toddy was actually spicy and if this drink were hot right (laughs) so basically nothing like it (laughs) exactly a few ingredients well i'm having a glass of sauvignon blanc whoa fancy you know i do what i can with the wine in my next life i would like to be a sommelier so it could be this life it could be get to studying (laughs) That's true. Yeah, it's really good. It's from the brand Kendall Jackson, and um, I'm drinking it out of my Stella Artois glass that Anna gave me that has my name on it. So all of these gifted glasses. Yeah, what's the theme here? I had no idea. I know. So even though it's not quite correct because this is a beer glass and this is wine, it's still really good. But if you haven't had Sauvignon Blanc, it's one of my favorite white wines. It always has kind of a grapefruity taste. So it's like you get the fruity, but it's not super sweet, which I like. Yeah, very good nice. Stuff. Anything grapefruit is is mm-hmm. higher up in my alcohol list. <laughs> Which reminds me, that made me think we haven't even talked about how within our friend group, the three of us are the Lacroix Lacroix. Okay, mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. Yes, we we love Lacroix. And what made me think of that is that grapefruit, aka pamplemousse, is one of the best flavors of Lacroix. Yes, it's true. That is- 
a classic flavor. I'm really boring with my LaCroix. I typically keep uh, lemon and lime on hand at all mm-hmm. times. And then every now and then I'll sprinkle in something new. LaCroix great. Love LaCroix. The OG. Both of those are good. I would like to try what people have been doing with like mocktails or cocktails with mm-hmm. LaCroix. I think mm-hmm. that would be really good. So yeah, we'll that would try be. It. We'll have to put that in the cocktail book someday. There you go. That is, a, yes. that, you know, that's the next cocktail. We need a LaCroix uh, themed drink for pop culture on the rocks. Right. Exactly. And it's funny because there's so many avenues we could go right now because Jake and Callan and I, we have like so many things random mm-hmm. in common. So when you said grapefruit, I did not think you were going the LaCroix route. I thought you were going Ebcot beer route. Yes. I, th- I thought you oh were going gosh. the same place as well. And yeah. I'm trying not to think about that oh. beer uh, <laughs> too hard because I don't really have a good source for it uh, at home. Really, I guess the closest thing for me is the grapefruit White Claw. That's a really mm. close second to the grapefruit beer in, in Epcot, but it is what it is. It's so good. And I've had that one, like I got at Whole Foods, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is fine. But it just, <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. And it's an Austrian, right? It was the Austrian Yes, grapefruit. it was an Austrian beer, Austrian brand. So yeah, we all, we love that at Epcot. I Probably the thing I think most about our last trip to <laughs> Disney is about that beer. <laughs> You know, it's funny you say that, though, because I really do. The things I miss the most when thinking about Disney is usually the food or drink that we had while we were yeah. there. And and yeah. so for Universal, it's butterbeer. I can't find a butterbeer substitute that I like enough. I wish they mm-hmm. would just bottle that stuff and sell it. Uh, and then <laughs> on the reverse side, yeah, the grapefruit beer at uh, Epcot. I can't I can't mm-hmm. find a good a good replacement for that. That's why they want you to keep coming back. I mean, yeah, if you just keep all your alcohols exclusive and non-alcohols, <laughs> uh, magical alcohols, I guess, uh, <laughs> exclusive, then yeah, I got to keep coming back. Right. Uh, they know how to do it. It's true. Anna, what you drinking? Well, when I was trying to decide what to drink tonight, I was really sad because I didn't have any whiskey and that's like mm. Jake's drink of choice right i i totally understand being sad about that yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so you know i have a jack daniels glass but i have no jack daniels to put in it so sadly here we are (laughs) so sorry to deviate again have you tried the new jack daniels apple no whiskey i haven't either i think it i'm hoping it wasn't like a seasonal thing i hope it's gonna be like because you know they've got their jack daniels regular and they've got like their honey whiskey and mm-hmm. then they, now they've got this apple whiskey that I haven't tried yet, but I really want to. I really want to try. That sounds like it would be good. Yeah, I usually drink Knob Creek uh, is my whiskey of choice. So, uh, but I'm I'm almost out of Knob Creek, so I've got to go back. And so I'm going to try to get some apple and honey. Uh, Jack Daniels next time I go. All right. I'm sorry. I'm deviating. No, but that sounds good. I wonder if it would have like an essence of cider, which, you know, Mm. we love on this podcast. Anything related to cider. That would probably be good. Yeah. I imagine it has a a little bit of sweetness and a little bit of a fruitiness in there, but uh, I really don't know. All right. What are you you drinking, Anna? I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. (laughs) I am drinking press. Mm. Like if you look at this packaging, very sleek, like super modern. Of course, it is a seltzer, shocker to everyone. (laughs) Uh, The flavor is lime lemongrass, (laughs) which sounds even more healthy than I definitely am. It sounds like something that that cows drink at the barn after the the (laughs) farmer's gone home uh, for the night. Their nightcap. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it is very good. I live along with the cows and agree that press lime lemongrass is delicious. Uh, <laughs> very subtle, of course, as normal seltzers are, but it's good. It has 4% alcohol. I don't even know what mine has. A lot of a lot of percent of alcohol is what mine yeah. has. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it does. I had a heavy pour, so I think I have a lot. Heavy of hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't see... Okay, I don't know why, but there's no, like, nutritional information on here. <laughs> yeah. <Yikes>. So... <laughs> I guess lemongrass doesn't have that much nutritional value. <laughs> I guess not, but like usually I like to know like does it have added sugar, like yeah, whatever mystery seltzer. Yeah, which is kind of scary. But it does say that it's brewed and canned in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Memphis, Tennessee. Our lovely neighbors. Okay. Very nice. I wonder why it's called Press. That's a great question. It does not say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't tell us the nutritional value of it. I doubt they're going to tell us their uh, marketing <laughs> strategy behind the name Press. Right. That's true. Literally, it's the logo, the governmental warning, and their website and socials. I'd like to think that the name Press implies that they press that lemongrass to get the juices out of it somehow. And that's that's why it's called Press. They press all of their fruits or whatever their flavorings are and then mix that however you mix seltzer. I don't, I don't understand the science behind that, but I don't we know don't how either. you make water alcoholic, <laughs> but however you do that. See, yes. we've had this conversation on here before and we've yet to have someone explain to us really what is spiked seltzer. Like we drink it a lot. I think Anna has tried almost every brand. <laughs> it seems like it, yeah. And we don't know what it is. Like, what is malt beverage? Do you know, Jake? No, not at all. <laughs> so here's what I'm proposing now. Now your next guest needs to be somebody who is like an like someone who actually makes alcohol and understands how that all works. And I want to be a side guest so <laughs> I can just, I can learn along with you guys. So maybe we need a whole educational episode on, on alcohol. Yes. Alcohol. I think we do because I think this is maybe the third episode <laughs> We've talked about how we don't know it's in seltzer and a malt beverage, and obviously we're too lazy to research it. I am sure. In fact, I am positive. There has got to be another podcaster out there who all they do is talk about alcohol science. And I, I bet if you reached out, you, you know, it might take a while, but we could probably get a collab going somewhere. Good call. Yeah, maybe mm -hmm. we need to we need to look into that. Getting an expert on here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We need it. <laughs> yeah, because we're not going to Google. We are expert <laughs> no. enjoyers of alcohol, but not uh, knowers of how it is made. Exactly. Yes. We have exactly. never committed to that. <laughs> right. No. Well, speaking of commitment, what's mm. everyone consuming right now? Ooh. Or, as in, I'm, I'm referring to myself because I am so committed to The Crown. Mm. So if you know anything about me, I love British royalty and love the history of the British royals. I don't know why. It's just like in my blood somewhere, like running with corgis and infidelity and who knows what else. <laughs> but <laughs> don't worry. I, I don't do that in my everyday life. I was going to say, maybe, but... maybe not so much the infidelity part, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the basically what I mean by that is all the drama, 
all the fashion and all the mm-hmm. cute animals that they get to own in their giant houses. That probably sounds better than what I just said. Yeah, the said. giant so. houses and cute animals uh, rings a lot different than uh, infidelity. So um, <laughs> I think you maybe just pick a different bell there. <laughs> So I love The Crown. There has been a lot of drama this season with the new season of The Crown, which introduces Princess Diana and Camilla Parker Bowles. (sighs) I won't get involved in that, but... (laughs) This is on Netflix, right? Yes, Netflix original The Crown. I just love it. It's so good. Again, it just like feeds my appetite of wanting to be a royal and like absolutely not wanting to be a royal. So it's just so interesting because you get to follow all these people. And I really enjoy that they follow Queen Elizabeth from England, if you have no idea what the crown is, and kind of like different chapters of her life. So like Mm. the beginning of the show is when she becomes queen after her father has died and kind of like how she develops into a woman and into the queen and a mother and a wife and a friend and a sister and all that. And then now she's older and going through all these new trials that come up with the country and with her own family. So yeah, I highly recommend it. Remember, it is historical fiction. Apparently people don't know what that means. So... (laughs) You know, all of the events are pretty much historically accurate. However, there is some dramatization and things that are made up because obviously we don't know what everyone says all day, every day in the privacy of their own home. So just making that disclaimer. As they say on TikTok, add a little spice to the, to the history. <laughs> it's a lot of spice, I am sure, but that's okay. I love it. So I don't know much about British history and the royals, but is this like the Queen Elizabeth, like the, the current queen who's like yes. 100 years old or how old she is? <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is her um, life? Yes, it is. Interesting. Her life. So it, there actually have been different actresses who play her and other characters Kind of like Mm. showing her progression of age, obviously. Yeah, so right now it's in this this season of Princess Diana. I don't know. I would assume that they would do another season and probably talk about more of the modern day and, you Mm -hmm. know, everything with Meghan and Harry and William and Kate and all that. So I'm sure that's coming at some point. I remember, and someone out there can fact check me. I I don't care. I remember when it was announced that it was coming out, which was a a while ago at this point, that first of all, the first season cost $6 million to film. Because if you watch it, the sets, the costumes, it's Mm -hmm. amazing. But... Also, I remember reading at the time that The Crown was one of one of Netflix's original Netflix original ideas. So they were doing earlier originals, aka like House of Cards, which was the first Netflix original. They were doing that basically as a test run and to pay for The Crown. Oh. When it was announced, it was going to be six seasons. Each season would span a decade, basically. Mm. Theoretically, it will span her entire reign. So I would assume we'll get a couple more seasons where you are introduced to, like, the kids that are now growing up and all of that. But And, of course, I'm sure some things have changed since that was announced, like, years ago. But that's what I remember reading, and I think that's very interesting that it was basically, like, all these other Netflix originals were happening to help make this happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which I'm glad they did because it's fantastic. I do find it ironic that the show about 
American politics paid for the the one about British politics. So <laughs> true, very true. I'm just interested to see like, is this going to be a Game of Thrones situation where like at some point, you know, she hasn't written the last chapter of her life, and like is the season <laughs> is there just going to have to postpone a season until she dies? How is that right. going to work? Oh gosh. That's going to be a sad day. Her husband, Philip, he is going to be a 100 years old this year. I remember hearing that in the news. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah. And he he looks his age a lot more than she does. <laughs> Cuz she I agree. She I mean I feel like she's 100 but she's she's not and she doesn't look it, but he he is definitely feeling that age a lot a lot more than she is. <laughs> yeah, she's had a better skincare routine, I would say. <laughs> But anyways, enough about me and my love of the Royals. What have you been watching or consuming, Jake? All right. So I I watch and consume, or yeah, consume, as you guys say, uh, a lot of different things all at once. So uh, I am a big, I think my wife talked about this as well. I'm a big TikTok watcher. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I often find myself, especially at night, it's funny, all about 10 o'clock, I'll be like, ah, you know, I don't need to be up much longer. Um, I'm just going to watch a couple TikToks. And then at 1 a.m. I say, okay, it's probably time for bed. I could have watched three or four episodes of a TV show and and gotten some progress on those. But no, I just watched three or four hours of TikToks. So uh, I'm a big TikTok (laughs) fan. One thing I've been watching a lot of uh, lately is I've been watching a lot of Star Wars content. I've always enjoyed Star Wars. Um, I I think Steven talked about this in his episode as well, but uh, I started with the prequels. That was kind of the, my first experience with Star Wars. And then later in life, like in college, I, I uh, watched the originals. And then, of course, when the sequels came out, I was excited about those. And I, I watched the occasional episode of some of the TV shows along the way. But uh, The Mandalorian, season one of Mandalorian, really, really was just like, wow, this is the Star Wars I'm, I'm here for. Like, I want more of this. Mm-hmm. This is great. Uh, Uh, They announced season two, and there were a lot of rumors of like, oh, uh, Ahsoka Tano is going to be in this episode, and um, some other people who were from like other Star Wars shows uh, that I had never watched. So I made a commitment uh, to go back and watch all of those before season two of Mandalorian. Uh, I made the unfortunate and stupid decision to start that journey when season two of Mandalorian started, which was a bad idea (laughs) because uh, lots of stuff was happening in season two of Mandalorian and I had to just like avert my eyes so I didn't get spoiled on anything. But I watched through uh, the Clone Wars and I watched through uh, Star Wars Rebels Um, Both of which are very good and I highly recommend uh, if you're a big Star Wars fan and kind of just want to see something that is outside of the main stories, but is also very interconnected. Like Rebels makes reference to a lot of things that happens in the Clone Wars. And even knowing what I know about uh, from season one of Mandalorian, it was really cool to see those kind of connecting threads. And then obviously as I go through season two, I'm I'm sure I'm going to notice even even more there. But the big thing that I consume is I consume a lot of video games. Uh, and so I, over the holiday break, I played through a video game called Cyberpunk 2077, uh, which I know Callan knows all about because she saw Keanu Reeves in it and just said, what is this? I'm all about Keanu Reeves. Let me, let me yeah. jump in and tell me all about this. So I've uh, yeah. been playing through a lot of that. It's been a, that's been a big controversy uh, in gaming as of late. Mm. Uh, this was one of the games that uh, I, I feel confident in saying was probably uh, the most anticipated video game of the last uh, 
probably three or four years and everyone, well, I guess three years is probably the, the edge of that, but it's been highly anticipated. It was definitely the most anticipated game of 2020 for a lot of people. It had a lot of delays, which is like not a, not a huge deal, but like they had a lot of delays and then uh, the game just launched and was just, it did not work. Like uh, it was, it launched for PS4 and PS5 and PC, and then of course the Xbox 360, and then uh, the new Xbox, or not the 360, uh, the Xbox One. <laughs> throwback. And the other yeah, way throwback. The Xbox One, and then the Xbox Series S and X, and all that jazz. All the letters and numbers. I hate Xbox's <laughs> naming structure. So, one, one hurdle they had to surpass is that uh, new gaming hardware was launched this year. So, they've been building for the old hardware, and suddenly all this new hardware is available. And so they didn't really have time to optimize it for the new stuff. Um, But at the same time, they didn't focus enough on the old hardware. And so pretty much the game just would not run uh, and doesn't run well on the older hardware. And there are a lot of issues on the new hardware and even PC. PC is the best place to play it right now. But there were a lot of issues there as well. So all that said, it's still a very good game. uh, And there's a great story hidden in there and uh, lots of fun mechanics. Keanu Reeves is a, a huge highlight of the game. He's uh, <laughs> he's not the main character, but he is uh, with your main character all the time. Uh, and he's constantly making comments. Basically, he is a digital ghost that is trapped in your character's head. Uh, and so he makes a lot of comments and uh, is trying to guide you through what you're doing. Uh, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting story. Anyway, I've been playing a lot of that. been playing a game Stephen recommended to me called Hades, which is uh, about the Roman uh, pantheon. And basically, you are the son of Hades, and you're trying to escape uh, from Hades. So it's been very... It's a very fun little game. I'm sure Steven's told you all about it, Anna, and you've probably heard it to mm-hmm. agnosium, but uh, it's really, really fun. It's really, really well done. Uh, the thing I love most about it is uh, they have so many unique uh, voice lines in the game. And so like all these, you, there's a, there's the whole Greek pantheon, like Aphrodite, Athena, Achilles, or yeah, Achilles is in there. Uh, he's not even on the pantheon, but you know, Zeus, like all these different characters from Greek mythology. And they're all excellently voice acted, and uh, they've just got a ton of dialogue, like way more than you would think from this size game. So been been playing a lot of that. And then Animal Crossing, which we're going to talk all about here in a bit. So I'll, I'll save that for there. So I'm sorry, that was a lot of consumption. No, no, that's good. That's how I am. I'm, I, if I'm not playing something, I'm watching something. If I'm not watching something or playing something, I'm on TikTok. So I'm, I'm consuming all <laughs> the time. Well, I like hearing about everything. I feel like our guests always bring interesting things that they've been watching or yeah. listening to. So I always enjoy hearing about it. And I have, I've seen some of The Mandalorian season two, um, but I watch it with my dad. So I have to wait until I'm with him. But it's been very good. I did not make the commitment you did, so I'm sure you're going to know a lot more about what's going on than I will, but it's still very good. Well, I heard from lots of people that were like, you don't have to go through all that. And I was like, I know I don't have to, but I want to. I want to be, yeah. I want to have all that background knowledge and not have to ask Steven, you know, what does that mean? Why is this character important? 
So now I know yeah. why they're important. <laughs> That's what I just do. Well, so. there you go. It works. It's worked <laughs> for me so far. So I, I don't think you're going the wrong way. Well, I, um, for what I've been watching, I've been a little all over the place with what I've been watching, but it's very different than what we've been talking about. Well, actually, I'll name a couple things while we're at it. So I watched a Christmas movie on Netflix because as I said in our Christmas episode, like there's just a lot of stuff I added to my list and I did not get to it before Christmas. So I'm just extending, mm-hmm. you know, the holiday spirit. So I watched something called Midnight at the Magnolia. I highly doubt either of you have seen that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it sounds really familiar, but I'm 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 not sure if I know what it is. I can't remember if it was like a net it might have been a Netflix original holiday movie or it could have just been one that was put on there, but it was new. You know, it's one of those that has like Hallmark esque vibes, but it was actually pretty good compared to some of the other stuff I've seen on there. I would actually recommend it if you like that kind of thing. I think it was worth watching one time, but the short version of it is that it's these two people Um, This man and this woman who are radio hosts and they've been best friends their whole lives and everybody talks about their on-air chemistry and all that and in the movie they both are like dating these people and it's kind of like rocky relationships and you see that and they're offered a deal for Sirius XM radio Mm. but they think they will get more attention if they pretend to be dating and so they fake a relationship if you know me and my Hallmark movies, the ones where people fake a relationship are usually some of my favorites. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, they end up discovering their feelings for one another along the way. Big shock to everybody. So it was it was really cute. And I liked it because it was Christmassy, but it was also Midnight at the Magnolia. It was an event happening on New Year's Eve. So it was a little bit different, okay. you know, changing it up a little yeah. bit. So yeah, it was fun. It was a good, it was a good watch. Yeah, that sounds good. When you said uh, they get a deal from Sirius XM and you were like but then I was going to say they decide to get serious like take their relationship (laughs) to the next level missed opportunity right there for those writers I'm great at segues I don't know what Stephen was talking about (laughs) I agree I love that and I I love Sirius XM I have that in my car so do you like it yes I love Sirius XM um truthfully I don't know my local radio stations because I've never listened to it and I've lived here for seven years Mm -hmm. (laughs) so (laughs) I really enjoy it. That's honestly how I learn a lot of new bands and Mm. music. Like when Anna and I were at Hangout Festival, I I would be like, oh, I know their one song from Alt Nation. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, You know, it's like, that's how I learn about them. I have my favorite DJs. I have the DJs I hate. I have my favorite channels. You know, every time I, well, I say every time, like I've had a lot of new cars. In the few times I've had to get a new car. It's always like the one of the, the sellers is like, oh, it comes with XM radio for like six months or something. And I just have mm-hmm, never mm-hmm. done anything with it. So uh, you're, you're like probably the first person I've heard personally be like, man, I love my X, XM radio. So but I'm glad to hear it. If you ever get like a free subscription or free trial in a rental car or a new car, hit me up. I'll give you the channels to listen. OK. To. All right. Good deal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to segue into this question, but every week we ask the same three questions. So... <laughs> Jake, do you have a reason why Callan and I should be on The Amazing Race? I'm sure I have several, but I will <laughs> I will limit it to just the one. 
Uh, I think you guys would be very entertaining to watch on the Thank Amazing you. Race. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think you guys, obviously you guys have been friends for such a long time. And so you guys have a great chemistry together. Uh, and I think having people who really are best friends and like you guys are just going to have fun and have a good time, period. And I think as someone who creates entertainment, I think that's going to be, that's going to come across well on camera and is going to be easy to edit together and, and make work. Uh, but on top of that, um, because I'm sure as some of your listeners know, and even people who probably know you guys in real life, um, you're both very pleasant people to be around, uh, which may or, you know, that, well, it's a compliment, but it's also in a way it's like, well, is that going to be entertaining? Cause like, they're going to be nice to everybody and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) But I have known Callan and Anna long enough to tell you that if you get on their bad side, (laughs) <laughs> then uh, you've got a whole nother thing coming. So that's true. So I can just see it now. Like uh, y- you guys are competing. Some some team gets ahead of you guys. They get to a U turn and they and they're like, oh, let's just let's just knock out Anna and and Callan because um, you know they they they're too nice. They won't they won't care and they'll do that. And you guys come. You guys knock the u-turn out out of, out of the whack and then you guys are against them for the rest of the game but you're not going to be mean about it you're just going to like slowly do things subtly to like really undermine them until they're gone and i think that's going to be very entertaining to watch when it happens so well thank you you're welcome i love that thank you so much and like not that you guys are going to be mean like i think you will be right. very nice and i think you'll try to work with people and i think that could lead to some really interesting uh alliances and whatnot but if uh, if somebody decides to you know if you guys extend a, an olive branch and they light it on fire you know their boat might burn <laughs> down so i you know and who knows who lit that fire you know what i'm saying so it's uh it could get crazy i think we won't hesitate to use that u-turn when we need to that's right it's, it's true that's right. i appreciate you saying that because i feel like you're coming in as a friend which mm-hmm. is always great and then also from the production standpoint, yeah. you yeah. have input as well. Yeah, I, mean, so. I, I literally have worked on a TV show and, and do a lot of content. So you always want to find people that are entertaining. And I think I think doing this podcast is going to be something that helps you guys too. Because I know from shooting a lot of reality that it's, you know, <laughs> nothing is act, is real, right? Like everything is, is pretty much staged mm-hmm. uh, to some degree. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be a moment where they're like, okay, Callan, you need to summarize where we are. And Callan can just be like, we're here, we're going this direction. <laughs> like you can you can talk on <laughs> camera, you know, not yeah. everyone can can do that. True. Um, so I think uh, you guys have the that experience and, and this is helping you practice with that a little bit even of just talking uh, and being able to convey concisely and and easily to understand uh to a camera so i think i think that'll be it'll be good when you guys are it. well thank you thank you a professional opinion that's right yes i can't give many professional opinions but i do have that one so there you go (laughs) that was great thank you you're so welcome we appreciate the your kind words yes even though we asked you to give us kind words (laughs) (laughs) my teleprompter broke halfway through that so i had to i had to wing it a little bit but i think i got it all in there (laughs) well we love your personal opinions we love your professional opinions Mm -hmm. and we hear you are professional at animal crossing uh animal crossing is a video game and i spend way too much of my life on video games so i would say that i am in (laughs) fact an expert uh and am more than happy to talk to you about animal crossing today well we will love to hear it i think callan do you know anything about animal crossing 
Not aside from what I've seen people like posting online. I don't mm-hmm. really know okay. what we're working with here. And I got some, Stephen got me Animal Crossing for Christmas. I've been playing probably like two weeks maybe. Mm-hmm. And I do not play every day, unfortunately, as much as I would like to. So I'm definitely not an expert. I've only just really started the game. So I feel like I will learn a lot from this episode as well. Yeah, Steven should have gotten you your own Switch so you could play Animal Crossing because it is a game that you really kind of need to play uh, at least a little bit every day if you can. So that's that's where you get the most benefit out of it. But to, to quickly surmise, uh, Animal Crossing is a Nintendo, uh, a, a video game made by Nintendo. It's on the Switch. They've had several games in the franchise before. Uh, I think it actually started on uh, GameCube, which was one of my first consoles. Oh, wow. And then uh, they've had some on the, the DS, which was a handheld system. And then uh, really we've kind of been in an Animal Crossing um, drought for a while. We haven't had anything on like, a, I say the major, like on a home console. We haven't had one in a, in a while since the GameCube, really. And so um, it's been several generations. So uh, there was a lot of hype for when Animal Crossing was going to come to the Switch. And uh, uh, when they announced uh, New Horizons, which is the name of it, Animal Crossing New Horizons, uh, everybody was very, very excited. Animal Crossing is one of those games that hit at just the right time time uh because when it launched it launched sometime in march i want to say march 20th and as many of you will remember america had its shutdown for covid19 uh like on march 15th Mm -hmm. and so for a lot of people by the 20th you were pretty much where you were going to be for a lot of people for the next several months and then for some people you're you're still where you are some people in across the country are still kind of in lockdown so so it hit at just the right time people had that game and pretty much just that game to focus on and so it blew up it's one of the best-selling if not the best-selling game on the nintendo switch right now and has just been very very successful uh and this is just their first year um with it so we haven't even really come to a one-year anniversary yet um, as of recording this. so. Uh, but anyway, the premise of the game, it's a lot like Sims, mm-hmm. where it's just you're living life and, and you're, you're doing this whole thing. It's got its, its own Nintendo charm, this Nintendo magic, if you will, kind of like Disney magic, where it's just... They, they take the time and really try to try to focus on every little detail to make the experience a little bit smoother and a little bit more fun. Uh, so it's got a lot of that in it. But uh, the basic premise of this one is you have signed up for, I forget exactly what it's called. It's like the desert deserted island getaway package or something like that. And uh, you're flown in with, uh, oh, the other, the other main thing is like, so you're a human, right? Everyone else in the game is an animal. So you've got all these cute oh. animal like villagers, what they're called, and, and, and there's other like support characters who are, are all animals, though. You are the only person. And I like to pretend that with my character, my character wears like cat ears and I have like cat feet, like like uh, like pajama footsie things that, that look like cat <laughs> feet. I wear those all the time. And I'm telling myself that like as a human, I'm trying to blend in, right? And I'm just like trying to, <laughs> none, of my, none of my animal friends know um, that I'm, I'm there. But anyway, uh, you land on the island with two other villagers and you're basically on your own. You, there's no, you have a tent um, and that's it. So you have to slowly start to build up uh, basically your own city. And so it's really kind of cool because every other game you've come to a city that's existing or a, a, an existing town that you slowly, you know, you build your house and uh, you, or really normally your house is there and you just expand it and grow it and, and do all this stuff and you decorate a lot. That's kind of a big 
part of the game. You decorate your home. You decorate, I guess, yeah, I guess in other ones you could decorate around town. But the nice thing about the island is you literally build the whole town. So Anna, you're so early on, you're you're probably getting close to this phase where eventually you're going to start building bridges to get across the rivers on your island. And you're going to slowly, at some point, you're going to learn how to make paths. And so you're going to make the roadways that are in your island. Um, As more villagers move to your island, you're going to place where their house is going to be. And so you can kind of build your own neighborhood and and all this and that. So basically, instead of moving to a town that, you know, it's kind of everything's where it's supposed to be and is just kind of how it is, uh, you're coming in and completely making your own town. So I, I very much consider Animal Crossing almost a Zen garden of video games where the only real goal is just to kind of have fun in this sandbox and kind of decorate it um, however you want and uh, just kind of live, live your best life. The villager characters are all really fun and really cute and they all have different types of personalities and there's tons of, of villagers and um, it's kind of one of the things that's funny about the game is it's kind of hard to pick villagers because uh, it's really random who you get. Anna, you'll, you, you, you start to go on these trips. You have these Nook Mile tickets, and you can basically go to a smaller deserted island, um, and you can gather extra resources. Um, but normally, if you have room on your island for a new villager, there will be a random villager on that island. And so you can, hmm. uh, you can recruit certain villagers um, who you find out there. And so a lot of people will go on those trips a lot to try and find a villager that they really, really like. Or you could be like me and just take whoever comes. And <laughs> and if you decide <laughs> you like them, then it's great. If not, uh, you might be stuck with them for a while. I really haven't cared too much about my villagers, but uh, there's been a couple that I, I hated. Um, there's one, uh, it's a <laughs> pink teddy bear who's really, really small. And his name is Vladimir. There's no voice <laughs> lines. It's all kind of like gibberish kind of a lot like sims they make little noises that are, are words it's gibberish but they normally have different tones or different inflections and stuff vlad is like very deep it's like <laughs> like that's his noise that he makes <laughs> and so for the longest time i've hated him but uh he sent me a letter today so almost a year into this game he sent me a letter that was like hey i'm just sending you a letter well it would have been like hey i'm just sending you a letter but uh i'm just sending you a letter <laughs> Uh, I just wanted you to know that even though I may sound grumpy sometimes, uh, I really, you know, I really do appreciate your company and uh, thank you for doing all that you're doing on the island. And I'm really rooting for you, kid. And I was just like, what? Oh, oh my God, Vlad, you can stay. You can stay. So anyway, <laughs> the whole point of the game is just to build your own island uh, getaway and just decorate it however you want and, you know, do whatever you want on the island. There's a, there's a lot of things you collect in the island. Each island has like six rocks and instead of wandering around the island every morning to find the rock and harvest all the things I can harvest from the rock every day, I did a horribly crazy process for like a week where I covered my entire island with trash. Everything, like there was just junk everywhere except for the six squares that I wanted rocks to be on. And so I had to wait every day, a new rock would appear in the right spot. And so I had to go like a whole week um, to get all my rocks (laughs) in one spot so that I could just go there and harvest all my minerals out of my rocks every day. I also got really into, there's fruit. There's different fruits that grow on the island. And uh, I think there's five. Uh, there's pears, cherries, peaches, oranges, and apples. You you can find them on different islands. Like my island started off with a pear. 
I want to say, Anna, yours was at Oranges. Is that right? Yes. You should have all of them now because not only did I bring you some, but when Stephen came to the island, we actually recorded our last shortcast on in, in Animal Crossing. So Stephen came to my island and we recorded it there. He took a bunch of fruit. So I don't know if he's given you that fruit yet or not, but you should have lots no, of fruit No, he at this hasn't. Point. Well, you need to Rude. get on that boy. He is Rude. hoarding the fruit. He's hoarding some fruit and clothes. <laughs> I gave him lots of clothes, so he's hoarding all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I got really into those, and so I made this orchard. I have a, I have four rows of peaches, oranges, apples, and cherries, because those weren't native to my island, and I've got 12 that are just back-to-back-to-back-to-back, to back to back to back. and so oh, wow. it is this massive. It took up, like, probably 25% of my island to build this thing, and, like, I don't need it, but it's really cool, and, like, I love, whenever someone visits my <laughs> island, I have to go show them that. I made, for my villagers, I have, like, a neighborhood on, like, just one side of my island, so all of my villagers' houses are on one side, so it's just very cool. It's very fun. The big thing that is fun about Animal Crossing is it is a live game, so, like, it knows what day it is. It tells you what day it is. Like, whenever you start the game up, uh, one of the characters, her name's Isabel. Um, she's like a little golden retriever kind of dog uh, that, or I guess she's not really a golden retriever. I don't know what she is. Anyway, she's a dog. She welcomes you in and is like, welcome to my island. It's called Chortland, like Chortle Games, Chortland, Portland. That's Love where it. I got all that. Um, <laughs> nice. So she's like, welcome to Chortland. It's uh, January 13th, uh, about 12 o'clock. Weather's great. Uh, I don't really have any other news for you. Sometimes she'll be like, oh, it's someone's birthday or, oh, uh, this event is happening Saturday. Like uh, there's fishing tournaments and stuff um, that you can do. There's a a whole museum part of the game and uh, you can fish. You can catch bugs. I guess, Anna, you're probably at the point where you can also catch the sea creatures that are like, you can go swimming in the ocean around and catch some sea creatures. Uh, And then fossils. Every day there should be five or six fossils uh, that you find in the ground. Uh, You can go get those inspected at the museum. Most of the time you'll find one or two new things that you've never found before. uh, And you just fill up this whole huge museum uh, and can go look back. There's also artwork. Um, there's a there's an art thief who comes every once in a while that you can go check out his stuff. And if you hmm. if you inspect it, he has fake goods and real goods. So uh, you can collect all the real goods and put those in the museum. And that's kind of like a big accomplishment thing. So what I was getting at is Animal Crossing is a game that you play for a long, like, like it's a long haul kind of game. So nothing really gets done quickly. And I'm sure Anna, you're experiencing this now where (laughs) you're being told something like right now, Anna, so early on, she's building her island, right? So she's building her house, building the shop, building the museum. And so those people need lots of resources. And so it might take you, Anna, a day or so, like in, in real time to collect all the resources you need. And then you'll give it to them. And they'll be like, okay, it'll be done in a day. It is a game that is meant for you to jump in, play maybe 30 minutes to an hour, and then move on and, and do something else. Which, as a gamer who who is playing a lot of things, um, that is so refreshing because there's so many games that want you to, like, this is the only game you can play. Because if you're not playing uh, this game all the time, you're, you're missing out. Whereas Animal Crossing, you can, like like you're doing now, Anna, you can jump in and, and play for an hour today and then maybe not play tomorrow and then come back again and do the next thing and just keep rolling. There's always stuff happening. And holidays are another really fun thing because holidays happen in the game. So like uh, for New Year's Eve, actually, we used the Animal Crossing countdown that was happening in the game to <laughs> to see when when the uh, you know when that uh, New Year's had happened. 
And so that was really fun doing all that. But there's also like a Christmas event. There's a, a Thanksgiving event. There's a Halloween event. There's just lots of fun seasonal events and stuff that happens that you get. Yeah. You get new recipes. You're you're constantly crafting new recipes, new items that you have, and and all that. So one thing I would I would advise you if you're a new player, you're starting out, is really really think about the layout you want to have for your island because a lot of things can be moved later on. But it's either very expensive or just difficult to do. For instance, as you're starting to place villagers' homes, you can move those, and that won't be a difficult, that won't be a, a huge problem. But you've just got to make sure you have enough room to move them where you want to move them. So I tried to keep my villagers very close. So like my houses are like right next to each other. And so I had to make sure I had just enough space in that part of the island to where I could move them eventually when they were ready to come. So be mindful of like where you want things to go because like you're going to have a museum be built here in a bit. You're going to have... Uh, a nook shop built in a little bit. You're going to have the clothing stores you're going to have to build later on. So I tried to put all my shops and stuff near resident services, which is like, that's one of the few buildings you can't move. So like when you pick your first island, really pay attention to wherever that is, because if you kind of look at it and are like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to like where that is, you need to pick a different map because it's it's something you can't ever change. So plan out, plan out where you're going to put everything. Collect everything is, is another thing I would say. Every day you need to walk around and there should be five little cracks in the ground that have fossils. Find those, take them to the museum, get those checked out. If you already have that fossil, you can go sell that fossil, and that's that's a lot of money that you can get. The other thing, Callan, about this game, you're basically in debt the whole game. <laughs> oh, <So. laughs> basically everyone in our generation. Yes, right? this right. is a huge uh, <laughs> meta for millennials because, ironically, it's all about paying off a huge debt, and so. Um, <laughs> When you when you arrive on the island, like you started everything, um, the main raccoon, his name is uh, Tom Nook. Uh, he is a, a tanuki, which is kind of like a raccoon. And uh, anyway, he's like, okay, you're all set up. Uh, well, let's talk about your bill. Your bill is like 100,000 bells. And so eventually you'll pay that off. And then he'll say, okay, uh, do you want to build a house? And it's like, okay. And that, that puts you $500,000 in debt. Uh, you pay that off. You want to make your house bigger? It's like, okay. And so... <laughs> You eventually finish. You, you don't have anything else you can grow or do, and so you've paid off your whole debt. But anyway, Anna's nowhere near that point right now. So any any source of income <laughs> you can find, you need to really uh, take advantage of. So, so find those fossils, uh, and then all of the rocks that are on your island. You need to go hit those rocks every day. I would recommend getting a shovel and just hitting them with your shovel tool. Just hit them as fast as you can, and it should give you a some type of mineral, either iron or stone, Sometimes you'll get lucky and get clay or like a gold nugget, which gold nugget can be used in crafting recipes, but it's also gold. <laughs> so you can sell it and it's uh, <laughs> and that'll help you out with early on paying off your debts as well. A lot of the fruit that I gave you, one of the reasons that I planted my orchard is fruit that is not native to your island can be sold uh, for a lot more money. And so I kind of built my orchard with, with fruit that I didn't didn't have on my island uh, so that I could go pick all of those and then sell them. So um, that's another uh, good way to make money. Every day, along with those fossils, there will be one hole that is glowing gold. If you dig that up, uh, it'll be a money bag that was in the ground. And so you'll dig that up and it'll be $1,000. But what you want to do 
is take, if you have it, $10,000 and bury that back in the hole. And when you do that, it'll make a money tree. You can either leave it right there or you can scoop it up and put it somewhere so you don't forget where it is um, and accidentally chop it down. Not that I've ever done that, but uh, you you find it. And uh, after, I think, three days, four days, it'll grow back and it'll have three money bags on it that will be whatever the amount that you put in the ground. 10,000 is kind of the safest number because it will it will always do that. Every now and then I'd put 100,000 in there. And if you get really lucky, um, it'll be three bags of 100,000. Uh, so, or however much you want to put in. You want to put in a million if you have that much that, you know, that could work. That's uh, that's one thing you should definitely be looking out for. And then, yeah, just fill up your museum fish and and catch bugs and all that sort of stuff. All the bugs and fish are on like a time and month rotation. So like certain bugs may only appear at night. Uh, certain bugs may only appear like on a tree or they might be flying around. Uh, some some fish are river fish, some fish are pond fish, some fish are ocean fish. So um, what I always did is I'd look up, hey, what are the what are the new critters for this month? And I'd just get all of those on my list and give those to the museum and have all those. So the other thing about just what what you can do with collecting, any like recipes you can do, there's always a bottle on the ocean, like a message in a bottle. Every day there's a message in the bottle on your beach. So go find that. That's a new, usually a new recipe. I say usually because nine times out of 10 for me, it's something I already have <laughs> and it frustrates me. <laughs> I think you can do this twice a day, but I normally only catch it once a day is one of your villagers in their house are going to be working on a crafting recipe. So if you see a villager in their home, just go check in on them. They might be working on something. If they're working on something, you talk to them and they'll give you that recipe that they're working on. So that's kind of a quick way to get um, lots of different stuff. So uh, you need to be doing, um, there's these things called nook miles, which are if you do certain activities like pick some flowers or dig up fossils or something, whatever, it can be anything. Um, you'll get points and rewards for those. Get as much of those as you can. Like if you just have a lot of time to play and just can do, you know, a lot of stuff, just do as many of those as you can. Like just look and see what it is and just go through the list and do them because um, there's a lot of things that you can only get for Nook Miles uh, or Nook Mile points um, that you're going to want early on. Like uh, one of the things is expanded pockets. Uh, so like bigger pockets so you can hold more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is like one of the first things you need to get from the Nook Miles system because uh, I don't know how you can do it without that package because I've got it. I have all my tools on, on the first row and then I've got a second row for like all my resources. And then I still have with the expanded storage, you have two more rows of space, uh, whereas normally you just have two rows. And so it's like, oh, mm -hmm. I don't know how I could I could manage without it. So that's a big thing you need to do. <laughs> you need to always be looking up. There are little packages that fly in on balloons you can pop those sometimes it's a recipe sometimes it's a new item sometimes it's clothes sometimes it's just money and you're you're trying to pay off tom nook so you got to do whatever <laughs> you got to do i forget what season these appear but uh early on in in animal crossing there's this thing called spider island um if you go visit a lot of different islands you may come across an island that has a lot of spiders if you catch those spiders spiders are very expensive mm -mm. a lot of people not worth uh, it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if cheating is the right word, but we were all very clever in how to efficiently collect spiders. And so 
I spent many a night on Tarantula Island Ugh. to catch as many bugs I could as do I that. could. Yeah, yeah, it was a great time. But anyway, it's really fun. Think of it as a Zen garden. You're just making your own little space that you can enjoy it. And I'd encourage you to just play it when you feel like it and definitely tune in for like holidays and different events like that just to see what's happening. Coming in to the, like there was a New Year's Eve party on the island, right? And just getting to see all my villagers and they were all like, Happy New Year, Jake. We love you and all this stuff. And it was just like, (laughs) this is so sweet. And like, it just, it has a very, it's not even an old thing, but it just has a very nostalgic feel when you just get to hang out with your animal creatures and everything. So it's a great time. I highly recommend it. And it's a good, it's a good game if you're not like a gamer because there's no Mm -hmm. pressure. It's all just whatever you want to do. It's, it's a lot of fun. Wow. Yay. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it so far. Like I said, it's only just been a little while, right. but it's been really nice. It's very relaxing. Mm-hmm. I have trouble relaxing, like finding things that will help me unwind. Mm-hmm. And that has definitely been a big plus for me is just like, can do whatever I want, hang around with some animals, you know, yeah. it's very wholesome. It's very you don't have to wholesome. worry about like crazy things popping out or something. Right. There are, there are so. tarantulas. But Except for that, spiders. Wasps. Yeah. There are wasps occasionally. But um, yeah, the music too, talking about calming, like that is something I'll just, yeah. I'll just sit and just have it rolling. Um, like I've been working from home uh, this week and uh, I've had, I've had my switch uh, set up and I've been in Animal Crossing, and my character is just sitting there. It's just playing music, and I'm I'm hearing it every now and then. I'll I'll set a radio down by my character so I can hear like like some of the music that's in the game. Uh, but a lot of times I'll just let it roll and just experience because every hour the music changes. Ooh, every 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 hour has a different theme, uh, and then yeah. if it's raining or snowing, that theme is different. Uh, even then so like there's a rain theme for seven o'clock at night and so on and so forth so very cool Mm -hmm, cool. mm -hmm. very neat yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of fun little details yeah a lot of those details i had never heard of Mm -hmm. so that's really fun my first question was do you ever beat the game like is it ever over or do you just keep building forever so i guess the quote-unquote beating the game is you eventually so tom nook he he footed the bill if you would uh he he's the one that set up this whole process of getting people to this island and making it a town and so he 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 gives you stuff to do so like when you're first getting there one of the first things you're doing is all right we need to set up camp all right where do you want your campsite to be um where should these villagers campsites be okay next i've got a friend who he wants to start a museum um, I need you to go collect bugs that I can send him so he'll be interested. Uh, okay, now he wants fish. Go get those. And eventually he'll come, and then you're you're building a museum, and you're building a store, and you're building uh, a clothing store. And then uh, we need more villagers, so we'll do that. And eventually you'll hit a point where the goal is to make a five-star island. And so there's all sorts of different processes for that. You've got to have a max number of villagers. You've got to put a certain number of flowers. There can't be any weeds on your island, blah, blah, blah. But the the goal is to get to a five-star island so that a a famous Animal Crossing character called K.K. Slider who is a pit bull type dog who plays a guitar. And funnily enough, he's the nice. he's the only animal in Animal Crossing that doesn't wear clothes. I still am not really sure what that's about. <laughs> Everyone else wears clothes. 
he doesn't wear clothes. It's very unsettling. But anyway, he plays a guitar. <laughs> he sings and and all this, and it's very fun. Like you, you've probably seen like either gifts or like I'm sure you've seen some clips of something of just KK Slider singing some popular song. There's a lot of Animal Crossing music on TikTok too. It's like the da na 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 na. That's a KK Slider song. So anyway, that's like that's like the end goal. Once KK Slider comes, you have this big concert. Uh, you've got all your villagers there. All the like the the store owners and the the museum curator are, they're all there at the party and he's singing uh, and you're all dancing and everything and like they roll credits so that's like you beaten the game you've you've done all the things we need you to do um, now just live your life and and do whatever you want to do and so um, like another thing I would say to a beginner is if you don't know what to do just go ask Tom and he'll usually say hey you need to be collecting blank um, so we can build blank Uh, or you need to be inviting more people to the island so we can do blank Um, or you need to pay off your debt so we can move on to the next thing so he'll tell you what to do but eventually he'll say I I got nothing for you man just live your life and have a great time so in in the sense that you never really beat it and like can put it down and be done because again there's all these seasonal events that are happening like right now um, it's the it's the winter season is happening so there's all sorts of winter themed recipes that you can find and items that you can craft um but, it, but they're also updating, and I don't know how many more updates we're going to get because, we're all, again, we're coming up on a year. But uh, when you first got the game, like there was a huge summer update that added swimming in the ocean and collecting those creatures that are out in the ocean. And there's just been all sorts of different events that, that went along with that, like uh, the Halloween event added pumpkins. So you could plant a pumpkin patch and grow pumpkins for that Ooh. season. So it's one of those things that, like I said, you don't have to play very long, but you it, they do want you to come back in and check in every now and then and keep playing so okay that's nice that you can just kind of do your own thing with it yes maybe that's the answer to my next question but aside from the fact that it came out like really good timing as far as lockdown and everything Mm -hmm. since both of y'all have played it maybe you have perspective on this but why do you think people have been so obsessed with it like what about it is why people were hooked and why it became like such a talked about thing this year. I definitely think, um, again, like I said, they really just struck at just the right time. And it's it's funny because it got delayed and I was nervous that it was going to, because of COVID, get delayed again. Um, mm-hmm. But they, they really couldn't have struck the iron at any better time. Um, so I do, I do think that is a huge factor of it. But on top of that, it had a pretty good, uh, like a pretty established fan base of, of people who had, had played the GameCube version or had played one of the older versions on, on 3DS and, and New Leaf. Um, so it had a pretty diehard fan group already so you had the fans who were gonna play it and we're gonna talk about it and we're gonna show what cool things they were doing but on top of that everyone was stuck at home so everyone was playing this game and and I think even people who you know maybe weren't interested but now knew they were gonna be stuck at home they were like well (laughs) Animal Crossing came out I need to (laughs) Uh, do that which again that's going back to COVID but the reason I think it's so fun is again there is no pressure I mean if if you started the game and then just said eh whatever I'm done like it's not like you know the villagers can't operate without you like um, I was actually I I played it all like consistently like I had I never missed a day for probably three or four months after it launched but then life got busy other things came out that I wanted to play just didn't have enough much time to even take an hour in the morning to 
to jump in and check out on my village. When I came back, the characters were like, oh man, we missed you. We're so glad you're back. And like, that was it. I was so afraid they were going to be like, how dare you leave us for however long? Like, you know, (laughs) try to make me feel bad. But uh, it was not. It was not at all. It was very much just, uh, oh, we're glad you're back. We missed you. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Here's all this cool stuff, new stuff you can do. But I think, I think, yeah, just the charm and the, the, delightfulness of it the music all that it just it's an experience that and i i really it's funny nostalgia is something i keep like the feeling of nostalgia of just like oh i get to that warm fuzzy feeling of of oh i did this or oh i i you know my villager gave me a gift like that's so sweet that's so cool stuff like that just keeps you keeps you wanting to come back and see what what else is going to happen anna what would you add to that since you're you're kind of just starting what what keeps you going on that yeah i think it's just kind of like the little surprises that you get because like i have not looked up anything Mm -hmm. like i i there are a lot of things that you said that i had never heard before so that's really fun and i think it's just kind of like we all just want to like explore something right now (laughs) And we have no ability to do that. And it's very family friendly. So I feel like that's fun just for people. Like, obviously, I don't have children or anything, but I always enjoy something that's lighthearted. And I think for also for people who have children, it's fun for everybody in the family to play or just to watch. And like, you don't have to worry about you know, something censored is going to be said or shown as you're playing. So yeah, I feel like it's just something like everybody probably can enjoy it to some degree, Mm -hmm. which is always a good selling point. Exactly. (laughs) And another thing you just made me think of, Anna, and this does go along with COVID, but I mean, it is a valuable part of the game. You can do anything with the game, right? If you can build it within the game, you can do it. And so a lot of people, and you've probably heard stories about this, but like a lot of people were using Animal Crossing to have meetings. Like instead of oh we're we're we all we're all quarantined at home, we can't go into the office. Um, there were people in Japan who they just all came to somebody's island. They had a table set up in the island. They all sat down and were of course in a voice <laughs> chat, but like they saw each other on their island. Uh, and had conversations awesome. and, and did all this and that. There was a, a show called Animal Talking, which was a late night show that was hosted in Animal Crossing. So pe- wow. like <laughs> famous people who play Animal Crossing, like Brie Larson, um, uh, Selena Gomez, um, they had all kinds of people on the show who were just playing Animal Crossing and it was just, they, they came in, <laughs> they did the whole thing. And uh, even even Steven and I, I mentioned this earlier, we, uh, for the last episode of Chortlecast, we just, on a whim, I was playing Animal Crossing and I didn't want to stop. And so I was like, Steven, let's just do, I mean, I, it's been done. Let's just let's just meet up in our on my island and, and do it. So I actually, this week I built a podcast set in my house. So we're going to try that out this week maybe. But uh, anyway, it's just, it, that's the other thing. It's just, if you can dream it, you can you can do it. I've seen people make obstacle courses and they've had races with friends. Goodness. I mean, it, it very much is make your own fun. Like there's not a mode that says do the obstacle course together. Like it is all yeah. whatever you want to do creatively. But I mean, you can do it. You know, if you if you want to make some, you, it, it is very much make your own fun. But that does lead to a lot of really creative, really fun things. So I like that you are almost building your own game and it really sparks creativity. Yeah. 
in a lot of ways, that's that's what it is. So well, I really knew nothing, so that was very enlightening, and it sounds very pleasant. Like I have this with like different apps or whatever. Like how I love my bingo app. It's just like sometimes you just want something that there is no end goal. It's just like right. I'm gonna play this yeah. to chill out and like mm-hmm. get my mind off exactly. other things. You know, mm-hmm. I like exactly. that. Anna, are you? Do you feel like you're gonna be an Animal Crossing master after this? Oh wow. Uh, it's definitely going to help. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I learned a lot. I feel up with the times now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming, Jake. We've really enjoyed having you as a guest. Absolutely. Very informative. Thank you. Got your hands in a lot of fun entertainment. I, I do have my hands in probably too many things, but it, they are all fun <laughs> and, and very exciting. So I appreciate it. Uh, no, thank you guys for having me. This has been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed uh, drinking and talking uh, with you guys. Yes, it was yes. so fun. I know everyone is going to be wanting your refashioned recipe. Yes. yes. Got to try the refashion, the phoenix. The phoenix may rise again <laughs> next time. <laughs> yeah, just with a little less spice. Don't don't go as heavy on the honey, uh, spicy honey as I did. <laughs> But be sure to check out Chortle Games on YouTube, mm-hmm. Twitch. Mm-hmm. We stream. Uh, so kind of our schedule right now, it's, it's always flexible because uh, Stephen and I uh, both have full-time jobs and, and other things going on. So um, we're, we're always flexible. But uh, typically we have Chortlecast, which is our podcast that airs every Monday at 12 o'clock Central Standard Time. You can watch that on YouTube or Facebook. Um, YouTube is ChortleGames.com. Facebook is at ChortleGames on Facebook. And then uh, obviously you can catch that on Apple Podcasts too if you'd like to, to do that. Then we also live stream throughout the week. Normally we live stream on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Uh, usually around like 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, but you know that always is kind of flexible. Uh, and we play all sorts of games like uh, we play play i've played animal crossing on the stream we've been doing a lot of cyberpunk lately um i think this week we're playing avengers so we play all sorts of multiplayer games and then some solo player games every now and then uh, as well but uh our twitch is twitch.tv slash chortle underscore games and then we're on twitter as well that's at chortle games so you can watch us live stream on all of those at once so it's a lot of fun yes pull them all up <laughs> all yes at all at once all at once the only way <laughs> yeah chortle games is really fun even like me even if you're not super into video games it's they're very interactive like the chat's always going oh yeah uh we have a great community that uh chimes in and is is chatting in the in the chat so uh it's a lot of fun to hang out with them and and do all that and you never know what's going to happen in a live stream uh the most recent live stream that i did all of the doctors from doctor who raided our live stream and there was this (laughs) whole dialogue story that was happening in our chat where the doctors were stopping a dalek from attacking our stream (laughs) And the only way to defeat it was to like the video uh, because Daleks, Daleks are afraid of Dell likes. See what I did there? That was funny. That's my Doctor Who joke. So uh, anyway. Amazing. That's great. We're big Doctor Who fans. So. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, Callan and I love Doctor Who, so that's great. Okay, well, good. I, I only knew enough to be dangerous when they were there, but I was really, if they had gotten any deeper, I would have been real lost. So. Uh, but that was kind of a crazy thing that happened recently, so that's fun. But yeah, it's a good time. We have a good time. So be sure to check out Chortle Games. Also, if you love our podcast, Pop Culture on the Rocks, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends and family. We love to interact with everyone, so be sure to check out our email and social media, Instagram and Twitter. We love to hear from you and hear what you think. Yeah. Till next time, I'm Anna. I'm Callan. And I'm Jake. And this is The Way. Thank you.